Hey everybody, it's your girl and your host Alexis and I am the Prodigal PK. Well, guess what? It's D-Day, you guys, and I am here to bring you another episode. It's episode five. Guess what that means? You probably couldn't guess. All right, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. We are mid-season, you guys. Mid-season already. It's been five episodes. I said it's mid-season, so you guessed it. There's only 10 episodes for the first season, and we are halfway there. You guys, I just want to say thank you so much for rocking with your girl. Being here, hanging out with me, listening in, supporting, liking, commenting, subscribing, and sharing all the things I ask you to do. Look, I have so much more to bring to you guys. There will be a second season I'm here to announce. Yay! Yay! And that season's going to be packed with many things. But before we get ahead of ourselves, let's finish out this season strong. Okay, so again, like I said, this is episode five, and I'm extremely excited about today's episode. We are finished unpacking the prodigal PK and all the taglines on the bottom. We did that um, for the last four weeks um, or the last four episodes. And so now we're moving forward with this one. Yeah, my eye was itching. I try not to itch it, but I itched it. All right, let's get going. So the name of this episode is going to be Stop With The Judgment. Y'all, stop with the judgment. If you have a pen and paper, please get it. We're getting ready to get into some things. And I don't want you guys to leave, okay? Stay right here with me. Um, Know that what I'm saying to you is I'm saying to you out of love, right? I'm not judging you, okay? But I am wanting to just unpack a few things that God has had on my heart as a burden. And this topic of judgment has been on my heart for quite some time. So we're going to get into some things I'm going to explain to you and talk to you about unrighteous judgment and also righteous judgment. Give you a little bit of scripture. Yes, y'all. We're going to put that thing up against the word of God, right? If we're going to be measuring truth here on the prodigal PK, we're going to be measuring up against the standard, the only Bible. Okay. So we're going to do that today. I want to talk about a few things that I kind of uncovered and discovered about judgment in and of itself. And then we're going to round it off with just some takeaways. Okay. So, all right, here we go. Let's get started. So I want to talk about, like I said, unrighteous judgment and righteous judgment. So we're going to talk about that first by reading the word of God. I'm coming to you guys from Matthew 7 verses 1 through 6, and it will be the NLT version. Okay. New living translation. Okay. And I'm going to read it. It says, do not judge others and you will not be judged for you will be treated as you treat others. The standard you use in judging is the standard by which you will be judged. And why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? How can you think of saying to your friend, let me help you get rid of that speck in your eye when you can't see past the log in your own eye? Hypocrite. First, get rid of the log in your own eye. Then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. And verse six says, don't waste what is holy on people who are unholy. Don't throw your pearls to pigs. They will trample the pearls, then turn and attack you. Okay, that is Matthew chapter seven, verses one through six. Okay, I'm going to put my Bible away. So I can start talking about some other things, but that's what we have for that. 
All right. So let's get right on into it. Um, when I was doing my study about judgment, okay, there are two forms of judgment that I want to talk about today. And I want to talk about some things surrounding both. So the first thing we're going to do, I'm going to go to my handy dandy notebook. Okay. No blues clues, but my handy dandy notebook, which is over here. And I'm going to read to you guys some things <clears throat> that I have found about judgment. First of all, I'm going to start by definition. Okay. As defined, judgment means the ability to make considered decisions or come to sensible conclusions. Okay. The synonym is also discernment. Okay. So I'm going to read it one more time. The ability to make considered decisions or come to sensible conclusions. Okay. And let's go into righteous judgment. So righteous judgment, you guys, from John 7, 24. Um, and this is um, the New King James New King James version, you guys. It says, "Do not judge according to appearance, but judge with righteous judgment." All right. So some of the other things I wrote down about righteous judgment is when you're judging righteously, you'll want to do that using wisdom and discernment, okay? non-condemning language, humility, right? God's love and not our own because our love, you'll hear me say it all the time. Our love is just too fickle, right? Our love cannot handle doing anything um, in Christ. We need the love of God. So our own personal love is, um, it's selfish at times. Um, It changes like the wind. It is just not unconditional like the love of God. So when we are talking about righteous judgment, we need to be using the love of God to deal with his people. Okay. We want to use prayer because we should always consider that and use that as our guide and everything. All right. We want to use critical thinking to help us to come alongside that wisdom and discernment. So use critical thinking. Okay. And above all, like I said, again, we need to have the love of Christ in our hearts. And this is when we are dealing with other believers. Okay. Righteous judgment is for other believers. When I read verse six, it says, do not, um, what does it say? Let me make sure it's right. Okay. It says, do not waste what is holy on people who are unholy. In other words, don't waste your time judging or trying to judge people that are not believers, right? What are you judging them by what standard? You're trying to use the standards of God for people who do not yet believe. So why are we walking around judging the unbeliever that's not for that? Righteous judgment is um, reserved, right? To be done in love, right? Righteously to and four believers from one believer to the next. Okay. Or about one believer to the next. Okay. Not for the unbeliever. Now we're going to get into, um, unrighteous judgment, unrighteous judgment. And for that, um, we just talked about Matthew seven verses six, where it talks about, don't throw your pearls, um, to pigs. They will trample the pearls, then turn and attack you. Don't waste again. What is holy on people who are unholy. Okay, so when we talk about unrighteous judgment, when we do that or when we're judging unrighteously, we are um, judging sometimes in arrogance, right? In hatred, in condemnation, with malice or ill intent, um, with self-righteousness. When we um, do that, we also judge out of fear, right? Lack of understanding, unable to control our emotions. Sometimes judge comes from that. Um, Wrong um, expectations 
And then here's my favorite legalism and being churchy. Sometimes we judge out of that, right? We become modern day Pharisees with our legalistic views, right? I do have a definition um, for unrighteous judgment and it is negatively evaluating someone's conduct or spiritual state on the basis of non-biblical standards or suspective motives. Wow. Non-biblical standards or suspected motives. That's unrighteous judgment. All right. When we talk about legalism, legalism is creating moral standards beyond what the scriptures have revealed. So outside, again, of biblical principles, outside of the Bible, it's things that we have put on ourselves. It's things that we have come up with in our own mind um, to fit whatever mold we want them to fit in. It's churchy, period. And it's wrong. Okay. We are judging people by a standard that even God's word does not say we're wrong out of line. We should not be doing that. It's hurtful. Okay. It's condemning. All right. And when we think about the Lord, who we are supposed to be modeling after, if we are, um, if we're called to be image bearers, right, we, we should be um, acting and responding as Christ does as best we can to the best of our human ability. But when we do that, if we're doing things um, out of condemnation or trying to condemn somebody because we think we've arrived, right, or because we think, oh, we're believers and we know this, forgetting, right, where we came from. We cannot forget where we came from, you guys. One prayer I will always pray. It is, Lord, help me never to forget where I came from, where you brought me from. I'm not looking back to go back, but I'm looking back to constantly remember and to remind myself about how dirty and filthy I once was, about the fact that I'm not deserving and you're not deserving. So the person that comes up to us or when we're presented with the situation that seems, um, it just seems like we should be passing judgment, right? We shouldn't be. We need to we need to check our hearts in that moment. We really need to sit down and sit with um, our feelings and find out what's going on. We need to pray in those moments before we start um, assessing and, and judging other people for who they are, for their appearances, what they smell like, what they look like, how things may be different suspected motives. Right. When we just don't understand. The thing is, is that people show up in all different stages of their lives. People come at you in different stages of their lives. This is not just for the church. This is in any place you are. You may be faced with people who are just, they're unbelievers. And we have no idea what the situation is. And rather than judge them, we should be welcoming them with open arms the way that Christ welcomed us into the church. Okay? So, so, so this is what I want you to think about. Um, when we talk about that, right? Imagine going, uh, imagine being sick for a long time and just not feeling well um, and just trying to self-medicate and get over it on your own and just not able to. So you finally decide, you know what? I'm going to go to the doctor. I'm going to go to the doctor. It's been suggested that I go to the doctor. Everybody keeps saying, go to the doctor so you can, you know, get well. So I'm going to go to the doctor. I make my appointment and I go into the doctor's office. And when I get there, I am met by the nurses who get me all checked in, uh, but but they're looking at me a little bit weird, right? And I know why. It's because I'm sick. And my sickness has manifested itself, and it's a physical sickness. Now you can see it. It's all over me. I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed. I'm dirty, and I know it, but I'm coming to get healed. I'm coming to find out some cure for what I have. I'm sick, 
and I'm coming to the doctor. Get into the doctor's office. I'm waiting. The doctor comes in. And without even asking any questions, just begins to judge, pass judgment, say negative things about my sickness, um, start to make assumptions about the reason why I'm here or how I got this way. And he tells me flat out, I can't help you. Okay, go out the door, go the other way. I can't help you. And on his way out the door, he just looks at me, goes to help other people and leaves me right where I'm at. Still sick. But now even more ashamed, feeling like I'm unworthy, like I'm unhelpable. Right. That's what we think about that. I'm leaving the doctor hopeless. And you know where I'm going? Right back to where I came from, because at least where I came from, they knew I was sick, but they were accepting of me. They were willing to hear me out and understand about my sickness. At least they try to help. Right. I'm going to go back to the place that I came from that was more comfortable, even if it means I remain sick, because moving forward in an environment that is unknown, where I feel even more judged and attacked by who somebody promised me would come to my aid and my rescue. I'm not going to do that. And why would I? Right. We do that every time we judge somebody coming in the doors of the church. They come in and oftentimes, well, not oftentimes, just sometimes it may be a visible um, sin that they're dealing with. Okay, let's just get into it. We're about to get raw, about to get real. Okay, do not leave me now. They come into the doors of the church. Right. We'll start with me. Tattoos and piercings all over the place. Okay, hair, a different color. I got nails long as the day. This is not now, y'all, but this was back then. Um, you know, and, and, and my stomach is protruding. No wedding ring in sight. Mm. Look at, I don't see a husband. Mm. I wonder how many kids she has out of wedlock. Mm. <sighs> Can't believe it. I get that, Right. And that's what happens. We either judge in our hearts, we judge out of our mouths, we judge with other believers, we make faces, we shun people, we click up and we do not include those that are filthy or dirty or coming from the outside. Yet we say, come as you are, right? And we're supposed to be image bearers. We have got to stop turning away unbelievers at the door, you guys. We have to stop doing that. Okay, it's 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 a great thing we celebrate oftentimes in church when souls come, when souls are saved. We're so excited about some people that we help bring um, to Christ. We're doing kingdom work, right? Kingdom business. We're bringing them into the kingdom. Souls are being added to the kingdom daily. And we are so excited about that. Right. And as we do those things, as we are doing what God has called us to do as far as people and souls, may we stop and ask our question ourselves this question. And it's one that I've asked myself and I wonder this often. For as many souls as we're leading to Christ, through Christ, right? Because it's not of our own doing. So let, let me stop there. This is not of our own doing. We are out here trying to win souls to the kingdom through Christ. Okay. We don't do the drawing. The Lord does the drawing. Okay. So he's the one drawing them in. He uses us. I'm being used. You're being used. We're being used. And we are having people come. Souls are being added to the kingdom daily. And we celebrate that. But how often do we stop and ask ourselves, how many people are we running away with our judgment once they get here? How many people come in, go into the sanctuary, sit their butt down in the seat, 
and are met with judgmental eyes and whispers and murmurs. And they get up and they walk out and they're never to be seen or heard from again because of us sometimes. Sometimes as believers, we be the problem. All right. We are the problem at times. Okay, and that's just what it is. So let's just stop and think about that a little bit longer and a little bit harder before we judge. We, me and you, none of us have a heaven or a hell to put anybody in. So before we start judging the unbeliever for how they look. Or what we think we understand. It sounds like. "Mm, The man of God got a brand new car. Pastor got a brand new car. Hmm. He must be abusing the church's money or mm, I know she goes to our church and she's been here for a long time, but she can't be a Christian. Look at what she's doing. Mm, they drink. Oh, they're having a drink. No believer there. Oh, they say a few cuss words here and there. They don't have a relationship with Christ. Mm, look at what they have on couldn't be a child of God wow it's just so hurtful and it's unnecessary it's not beneficial it doesn't help people to grow instead of talking about each other why don't we help each other by starting with not being judgmental right starting with love the love of Christ and remembering where we all came from before God saved us before he rescued us in our dirty filthy wicked selves We were once there. We were not born believers. We were, we were born into sin. We just were in this human suit, this flesh suit. And then because of all of our different experiences, right? We judge because of sin, because of all the things we judge. But let's stop that. Let's stop giving the enemy credit. Let's stop using our mouths, the same ones we use to glorify God. And to bring souls into the kingdom, winning souls for Christ. The same mouth we used to do that. Let's stop using that same mouth to tear down those that are not in Christ. And even brothers and sisters that are. Because like I said, there's a righteous judgment. And then there's a wrong way to judge. Even between believers. Right? We want to still use wisdom. We want to still use um, discernment. We want to still use critical thinking. And we want to still use the love of Christ, for goodness sakes. The world is struggling. There are many people dealing with so many situations. And if they cannot find help in the church, or if they cannot find help with the believer, where, where are they going to go? Who will they go to if they can't come to the church or if they can't come to a believer? Who do they have if they don't have Christ? And how do they come to know Christ except for us? Some of us may be the first and only encounter that people have with Christ. And while it shouldn't be this way, these are facts, especially for new believers. They come to Christ sometimes through people and those people um, are, are, are what they see first before they see God. They encounter people, Jesus. They encounter people first before they encounter God. And if you are the person that a person, if you are a person that a person, if you are, a per, if you are a person that someone is encountering on behalf of Christ or before Christ, what are you doing? Are you leading them to him or are you pulling them away or turning them away? 
just by being judgmental. And here's the thing. It goes back to what your mom and them used to say, or they should have. If you can't say something nice, shut your mouth. Just don't worry about it. Okay. Don't worry about it. Because here's the other part of that. As believers, we're going to have to give an account for what we've done. Not only the accolades and what people talk about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sister so-and-so, brother so-and-so, they're doing all kinds of things. You know, they're bringing souls to Christ daily. They're adding to the numbers daily. Right? All of that. Okay. But what about sister so-and-so and brother so-and-so who are turning people away? Okay. So that's really all I have today. Um, I just want to um, end by saying, may we have some human behind our holy, okay? May we have some human behind our holy before we show up as um, just, you know, super duper spiritual, spooky, oh, oh, Lord, oh, yes. All of the things, right? We love the Lord. We love him immensely. We do. And we do not want to do harm. We want to do good with our words. We want to use our words to advance the kingdom, to uplift the body. We do not want to use them to tear down those in the kingdom or stop or shun those that have not yet made it into the kingdom. Okay, that's all I have today. Um, I hope this resonated with you all. Is tight, but it's right, y'all. Is tight, but it's right. May you sit with it and think about it. And um, pray, pray all the more, brothers and sisters, pray all the more. And on that note, I'm going to see you guys in two weeks for another episode. Mm -hmm. That's going to be on the 16th of August. I'll be dropping another episode again, and we'll be at episode six. And for now, help me celebrate this milestone of halfway through the first season. Thank you guys again for rocking with me. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, um, didn't like what I said, loved what I said, I want to hear from you. Still, just like the first week I wanted to hear from you, I want to hear from you this week too. You can find me on all social media. Um, Prodigal PK is my handle for Instagram. Y'all, I'm now on TikTok, but I do not know what my TikTok handle is. Mm -mm. Look for Prodigal PK, the Prodigal PK. Look for me on TikTok. You'll find me there, right? Um, you can always email at, email me at theprodigalpk at gmail.com. That's theprodigalpk at gmail.com. And I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I'm all over. Anywhere you want to find me, you're going to be able to find me. And if you look for me someplace and you don't find me, please let me know so I can get myself plugged in. I want to be able to be found, right, in any space that you guys are looking for me. So um, on that note, I'm going to let you guys go. Thank you so much for being with me today. I appreciate it. I'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye.